You are welcome to Face to Face Broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor Tibby Peters, the president of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. Today, I've titled what I want to share with you, The Faith Question. The faith question. In Luke chapter 18, verse 8, Jesus was the one speaking. He made a statement and then he asked a question. And that question is a faith question. Let's read it together. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? When the Son of Man cometh, he's talking about when he will return. Hallelujah. Will he find faith on the earth? I need you to understand the context of this statement and then we will be able to make progress. He was teaching them about prayer. The verse 1 starts, Luke 18, 1 starts by saying, Jesus spake a parable unto them to this end that men ought always to pray and not to faint. So he was talking about prayer. Then he taught on prayer using an illustration of someone that is insisting, let's just read it in context. Let's look at from verse 2. Let's read in context, and then we'll read down to 7. He said, There was a saying, There was a, in a city a judge which feared not, or feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of my mine adversary, and he will not for a while. But afterward, he said within himself, Do I fear not God, nor regard man? That's the judge speaking. Verse 5. Yet, because this widow troubled me, I will avenge her, lest by what? Her continual coming, she weary me. Verse 6. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge saith." 7. And shall not God avenge his own elect which cry day and night unto him though he bear long with them then it comes to our verse 8 nevertheless amen oh, go to verse 8 8 please I tell you that God will avenge them speedily nevertheless when the son of man comes shall he find faith on it now the point is this he used the illustration of how a judge, what you call a heartless judge, a man that doesn't care about people, yet because of the continual coming of the widow, the reason why he agreed to what she wants is because she kept coming. She did not stop. 
Then he asks a question. If the judge will respond like that to the widow, will God not respond to the elect? The elect are the chosen ones, you and I. Will he not respond to you if you cry to him day and night? Won't he do it speedily? Are we together? Of course, you know what it means. It means he will. He said, okay, apart from that, the question actually is, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? Meaning that he's saying that what the widow was doing, there is an attribute of faith in what she was doing. Amen. Am I communicating? What was she doing? She was insisting. She persisted. Am I communicating? She didn't give up. And he is implying that that is an act of faith. So he asks the question, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? I'd like to read it in the Amplified and also the Message Translation, just verse 8, so that you see the connection. Amplified version. Let's read together. I want to go. I tell you, he will defend and protect and avenge them speedily. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find persistence in faith on the earth? Message translation. Let's read together. I want to go. I assure you, he will. He will not drag his feet. But how much of that kind of persistent faith will the Son of Man find on the earth when he returns? So there's a faith question. Amen. Now, if you are still on earth when Jesus comes, the question is, will he find faith on earth? Amen. Amen. If we are the only ones, Renaissance Assembly members are the only ones on earth when Jesus comes, will he find faith on the earth? That's the question. Now, what I want to share with you this morning, listen with your four ears. Did you hear me? How many ears? You say you don't have four. You have. The two that are outside and the two that are inside. Listen carefully. This might be what will separate between whatever you will experience, whether it will be good or to be bad. Seriously. So listen Anybody around you that is going to distract you, just change seats. Listen to what I want to share with you. Now, the question is a faith question. He said, when the Son of Man comes, shall he find faith on the earth? That means that the Son of Man coming to the earth, in his return, there is something unique he's going to be looking out for. There's something of great value, great importance he's going to be looking out for. He's speaking about faith in a way that suggests that faith can either be neglected or lost. Amen. If not, he's supposed to say, I will surely find faith on it. He said, shall he find faith on the earth? Why won't he find it? Either men neglected faith, amen, or they lost faith. Am I communicating? That's why he's asking the question. Now, more than any other time on the face of the earth, the church, the believer in Christ, this is the time to prove that you are.
Amen. Amen. You are not just mouth. Amen. And this is the time to know. It separates the men from the boys. Are you just talking? You know, some time ago, a sister told me what her child said to her. She was not, she was at home and she wasn't feeling well. This was years ago. And then her child said, ah, that's like, we say ah, ah in Nigeria. So, ah, ah is like a wandering um, thought aloud. You know, so you are, the mother was behaving like she wasn't feeling well. And the child came and said, now, let me even put the story right. This person is not really a member of this church. But the person tries to come for any programs we have. So there was a period the person was coming for meetings here and coming with the child. So now the person was not feeling well. This lady wasn't feeling well. As she was behaving like she wasn't feeling well, her child said to her, Oh, with all the communion you have eaten in Renaissance, how can you still be sick? It's the child I was saying. With all the communion you have eaten, how can you be sick? It's the child that was talking to her. She said, <laughs> the thing hit her. And that's when she stood up. She said, it's true. How can I still be sick? Praise God. You know, some people, I was talking about, there are some people now that did not come to church today. Listen, I'm not bashing anybody, but hear me. Because it's good to hear truth. The proof of what you know is when there's crisis. Hello? Your true strength is manifested in crisis. The proof of who you are is when trouble shows up. It's not when everything is fine. It's not when everything is fine. Somebody was rude to another person. And then he was apologizing to me because they reported the matter to me or the, 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 that he, the person was rude. So he said, no, I'm not a rude person. I'm not, da, 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 da. I said, no, you're a rude person. It's just that you, <laughs> you're a rude person. If not, you will not have been rude. Amen. Are you understanding me? There's no rudeness will come out. Are you understanding me? I said, you are a rude person. And so you need to change. He said, you know, because what you did, he said, I, I respect the No, if you respect the person, amen, no matter what happened, you won't do what you did. Praise God. So, in the same way, if there is faith, glory to God, Corona will not make you to hide in the house. Is it in your house that it's easier for Corona to meet you in your house than to meet you in Renaissance Assembly? Amen. I'm telling you. So, you see someone say, so, shall he find faith on earth? In this ministry, it occurred to me that you can be around people that profess faith and you don't even understand it. Glory to God. How do we know you don't understand it? When Corona comes up and you are afraid. Praise God. They say, oh, uh, brother, um, 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 we feel that um, this condition you have, it looks like it's a cancer, but we're going to be checking. You're already afraid. You arrange it. say, my coffin, eh? when they buy it, they should not buy it from here, they should buy it from here. We already know that. Are you understand what I'm saying? Right? They've not confirmed that it's cancer. You are arranging your debt. It shows that something is missing. In the evening, I'm going to talk about our core convictions. Amen? I'm going to talk about it in the evening. But now, 
I was somewhere. I spent the night there years ago. And I was with a couple. So, I wasn't married at that time. And uh, at night, there was noise in the neighborhood like robbers were robbing the next house. You know? And the noise looked like they were robbing from one house to the other, that kind of noise. So they came to wake me. They knocked on my door. And uh, I woke up. They said, robbers, 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 robbers. So they woke me up. All the lights were off. And then they were trying to look to know what. But the way the house was positioned, we couldn't see what was going on. We were just hearing the noises, someone shouting. Either they were beating up someone or something like that. So they were telling me to squat, you know, to walk on my knees or toes. We're just in the house like that. Then, the woman of the house, the mother, I saw her with bundles of money. She was coming out with it. So, we were talking in low tones, and I asked, I said, where are you taking the money to? She said, when they come, this, so that we'll give them this one. So, I said, who, who is coming? That she has already accepted that they will enter the house. He said, when they come, so that they will take this one. So she's arranging the money for the robbers to come. Kai, I was upset. I said, they will come where? So as they were, hey, they were just panicking. They are much older folks, you know. So I said, shh. <laughs> I said, no evil shall befall us. No plague will come near our dwelling. That's when the lady said, amen. The man who said, amen. I said, they will not enter here. Nobody will enter here. This door will not be opened. Listen to me. You have to understand what I want to teach you now so that you can talk like that. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? So you are not copying somebody. You are saying what you are supposed to say. When you are breathing in and out, are you copying somebody? I'm asking you now. When you breathe, are you copying somebody? You say, okay. <laughs> no. You're breathing for yourself. Amen. You're breathing for yourself. You're not copying someone. So, when the Son of Man comes, shall he find faith on earth? Let someone say yes. yes. As long as I'm here. Yes. Say yes, yes. As long as I'm here. Now, I want to show you how that will be possible. God is not pleased when the believer doesn't act in faith. At least you know Hebrews eleven six. Without faith, it is impossible. The book of a book, the Bible is a book of possibilities, and it uses the word impossible. Are you understanding me? The Bible is a book of what possibilities? Yet it uses the word impossible. God knows English. He would have said. It is difficult. Without faith, it is difficult to please God. You say, no, it's not difficult. It is impossible. And so I want to say to you, without faith, it is impossible to escape corona. Amen. He said, it is impossible to please God. It means that it is distasteful to God if a man is not responding in faith. The whole salvation package is delivered to man on the basis of what? His faith. It doesn't matter how much you cry. 
how much you roll on the floor. If you don't receive salvation by faith, you can't have it. Am I communicating? If you don't receive, God's graciousness is experienced by faith. Amen. It is through faith that we break into his grace or receive his grace. That means that nobody can enjoy the goodness of God without understanding how to use his faith. Say it with me. My faith is my access to the goodness of God. Say it again. My faith is my access to the goodness of God. Never forget that. God's goodness can only be experienced by faith. So, I started with Hebrews eleven six because I'm going to lay scriptures today. Without faith, it is impossible. Get that clear. So, someone say, oh, God, God. You know, some, I see some people pray. And when they pray, you see them voicing faithlessness in their prayer. God, pity me, pity me, pity me, Lord, pity me, Lord, pity me. God is not, that's not why God is responding. That's not why the situation is changing. Faith doesn't beg, it takes it takes. Why is it taking? Because it has already been offered. Grace has offered it. Faith takes it. Faith doesn't stand and be begging. When will it come to me? No, no. Faith takes. Faith receives. Are we together? Alright. So, get this clearly. It is impossible to please God. As a matter of fact, in Romans, the scripture said that everything outside of faith is sin. That means that if someone is not responding in faith, it's counted as sin. In the New Testament, what is called sin is faithlessness. Glory to God. Yeah, that's what is called sin. That you can't trust what he said. Amen. Let me show you a scripture that talked about God's attitude to faithlessness. It's even in the Old Testament. Deuteronomy 32, verse 20. For sake of time, I won't be able to share the thoughts, the complete thoughts. So I'm just picking the verse there. Let's read together. I want to go. And he said, I will hide my face from them. Who's hiding his face? God is hiding his face from his people. Why? I will see what their end shall be. For they are a very forward generation. Children in whom is no faith. That should not be a description of you. He said he will, turn, he will hide his face from them. Why? Because they are children in whom there is no faith. That means that when there is faith, he cannot turn his face away from you. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. What is faith, our faith in? Our faith is in what Jesus has done for us. And what, whatever he did for us, what it means, that's what our faith is in. Our faith is in a person. Amen. This is God's response to faithlessness. He will hide his face from them. I will see what their end shall be. You're arranging yourself. You wash your leg in the morning. You wash your hand in the evening. You wash your, you wash your face. You, you stand. You keep your hand like this. You know. you, will you float? 
Will you float? If people that lived in with are spending government money, even if you before you enter the premises, you are sanitized, they are still getting the corona. Amen. Your house is it a lab. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. See, be careful. He said, uh, we're washing our hands. If the corona is already in your house, what are you washing your hand? Do you know that 50 naira note you collected when you went to First Bank? What is on top of it? Amen. Listen. Let your faith rise above your physical preparations and plans. Amen. Are we together? Let it not be dependent on that. In 1 Corinthians 2, verse 5. The previous verse, verse 4 said, And my speech and preaching were not enticing words of man's wisdom. All right? But in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. Verse 5 is what I'm focused on. And it says, That your faith should not stand... In the government announcements, your faith should not stand in all the sanitizing and the washing of hands. Your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men. But what? In the power of God. So, if your faith had been in the wisdom of men, please shift it. Amen. Put your faith in the power of God. Hmm. we were talking about something that happened where they kidnapped someone, someone prominent, years ago. And the guys that came to kidnap the person, I was not in Port Harcourt when it happened. A neighbor, I met him in Abuja, he told me what happened. They said when they came to pick the person, they came with a bomb. And they bombed the fence down. You know, when people come like that, just come out and follow them. I, I understand me. I understand. Just come out and follow them. I say, oh, uh, where, where should I enter? Uh, you know, just come out and follow them. What it means is that these guys, even if U.S. Marines are there, they are coming to carry this person. They have made up their mind. Are you understand what I'm saying? So we're talking about the story. How they broke down. They just came, blew the fence, then entered and carried the person. That place is security tight. For sake of this, I want to give more details. Security tight. They picked the person and left. So which security do you have? Amen. Have you not seen movies where, excuse me, where there's security in the place. Someone is sitting down and still planning to go. Have you not seen? That's how Corona is. Amen. He knows you are washing your hand. Amen. He knows you are doing sanitizer. Amen. Amen. He knows you are not going to work, but he's still coming. Are you understanding me? He's still planning to come. So you have to switch from the wisdom of men. Amen. 
and depend on what? The power of God. Thank God for all those instructions. But your faith should be in the power of God. Now, some of you here, the challenge is you don't even understand what faith means. You think faith is strong mind. <laughs> Say, I have faith. <laughs> Permit speaking English, I'm using a strong mind. That to have faith means to be strong-willed. No, that's not what faith is. Faith is a dependence on God that is based on what you know about God. Amen. Did you hear me? It's a dependence on God that is based on what you know about God. Faith begins where the will of God is known. Are we together? You can't have faith for something you don't know God's will about. So you say, I have faith for protection against coronavirus. What does the word of God say about things like coronavirus? If you don't know what the word of God says, you don't have faith. Amen. So faith begins with knowledge. Let me just use this opportunity and just explain the process of faith. And I'm going to use A's, three A's, to explain the process of faith. The first A is awareness. Everybody say awareness. Say awareness. By awareness, I mean knowledge. To be, to know. You can't talk about faith. Faith begins with the knowledge. If you say, oh, oh, even if the infection comes around me, I won't catch it. Why? What do you know? I know that the life of God is in my spirit. I know that I have received eternal life. Amen. You have to know that. If you don't know that, there's no faith. So, awareness. The first A is awareness. So, you have to know. You say, oh, 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 um, 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 I'm not going to be sick. Then you have to know something from scripture that assures you that you will not be sick. Amen. Amen. Number two A is agreement. Everybody say agreement. agreement. Say agreement. What you know, you have to agree with it. Amen. You have to agree. Agree. That means that you have accepted what you have known. Amen. It's not enough that, oh, you know that the Bible says by stripes you are healed. Have you accepted that by stripes you are healed? Oh, the scripture says that um, 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 a thousand will fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand. It shall not come nigh me. Psalm 91 verse 7. You know that scripture. Have you accepted it? Have you agreed with it? The third A is action. Amen. Ever say awareness, agreement, action. Action is to act like you have agreed. Amen. If you act like you have agreed, you will be in church on Sunday. Amen. That's why I was talking about that. Because at the end of the day, faith is an act. Amen. Are we together? It's an action. But it begins with that awareness. You have to know. That's where it starts. Then secondly, you will agree. The, long, the most difficult or the challenging part of faith is agreement part. Amen. It might take you months to agree. It can take you years to agree. Amen. There are many scriptures you know, but you have not agreed with them. Why do we meditate on scripture? Why do we open a scripture and read it? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Why we read it over and over again? So that our hearts will agree. Once agreement has happened, action is automatic. Amen. 
Am I communicating? There are some of you here, the reason why you are afraid is that your first, some of you here don't know what the scriptures have said. The other group know what the scriptures have said, but they've not agreed with what the scriptures said. Throughout this season, sit down with scriptures you already know and agree. Agree with them. Amen. Agree with them. Agree with them. Sometimes you spend the whole day and just some portions of scripture you are reading over and over again. You are saying it over and over again. Why are you doing that? You are bringing yourself to agree with that scripture. Why? Because before that scripture came, some thoughts were already in your mind. Amen. That's why some Christians are broke. They are not broke because they are not confessing. Sometimes I say, uh, uh, though he was rich, yet for my sake he became poor, the eye through his poverty might become rich. Then he said, I beg, you have transport, I, I need transport. You understand? So why are they still in that state? Because they know the scripture, but they have not agreed with the scripture. They have not agreed with the scripture. So they wake up in the morning, they say, ha, this kind of poverty, eh? Hmm, God has to do something. You have not agreed. When you have agreed, your thoughts, see, there's what we call resident thoughts. And that's what we call visiting thoughts. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faithtofaithonline.org or call us on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded. Taking the message of around the world by the power of the Holy Spirit.